Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, fitness management and consulting. I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that have not yet done so, please hit that subscribe button. I appreciate it. And if you find the information that I provide beneficial, please hit that like button as well. Now, a couple things before we begin today, you know, as a reminder for you folks that, you know, that watch the channel, that are involved in the channel, if you have topics you'd like to have explored, if you'd like to have things you'd like to have discussed, if there's challenges that you have in your gym, you know, let us know. You know, you can drop it in the comments in the comment section below. Uh, you can uh, email me direct. My email's in the description box. Or if you like, you can direct message me on Twitter at Jim, G-Y-M, at Jim Consultant. And uh, look forward to hearing what your topics are and what you want to have discussed here. And perhaps those can be some of the next things that we explore, you know, here in the channel. And in addition to that, you know, talking to you folks that are looking to open a new facility, uh, talking to you folks that are looking to buy new equipment, you're looking to, you need um, funding for maybe some marketing, you want to make some improvements in your facility, you know, click the, uh, the funding link below, you know, apply for funding below. Uh, we can make available to you potentially uh, between fifty dollars and $250,000 in funding you know, with no collateral. So click that link, just follow the prompts, and um, you know, we can help take your business to that next level. So with that said, you know, our topic for you today, it's seven excellent ways to get new members for your gym. Seven excellent ways to get new members for your gym. And so whether you're a gym owner, you're a salesperson, uh, maybe you're a field marketing rep, you know, take a look at these and say, okay, which ones am I doing right now? Which ones, which ones am I not? Because all it takes is sometimes to, you know, have small changes, you know, can make really big difference for you. So number one, identify your ideal client. Okay, it's going to be easier to look for new customers for new members if you know the type of customers that you seek. And so, who are you looking for? Okay, I mean, one of the first places you might go, depending on kind of where your situation is, you know, maybe it's former members of your gym. Okay, maybe that's where you look. Okay, you know, former members, you know, historically has been like the number two source of new memberships sold. I always call them alumni, and I do that because I want to treat them like alumni, right? You know, they're part of the reason for our success, the reason we're here, you know, to continue to do this. You know, you, you could market uh, to, uh, you know, in the marketplace, you know, show proof of membership at another club for special discount. You know, maybe, you know, talking to these free agent members, their club is closed or their club is not open yet. They're looking for something new. They want to upgrade. They can, they move to the area. They can show their membership card and they can get a special discount, you know, for becoming a member at your facility. And typically, typically that special discount is, you know, maybe it's $50 or, you know, somewhere in that area. Okay. Which is a, a nominal price, you know, when you consider, you know, the marketing cost to, to bring somebody in. So identify your ideal client. Okay, who is it? So current members of other gyms, you know, former members of your gym, former members in general. Maybe it's the, the corporate client, the corporate sale, you know, the folks that are doing that. Okay, so sit down and, th and think about who do you want to target? You know, the more you do that, the easier this is going to be to drive higher volumes. That broad approach doesn't always work quite as well. Uh, number two, you want to discover where your customer lives. Okay. And in a manner of speaking, your customer can live in a lot of different ways. And so generally speaking, you know, people are going to drive about 15 minutes, you know, to get to a fitness facility. 15 minutes, 
depending on where you're at, of course, it can vary, but by and large, it's about a three mile radius, you know, three, four, five miles, maybe tops, but it's about a three mile radius. That's where your customer is going to live. But, you know, think about it further. Okay, where does that customer live? You know, maybe if you're trying to attract, you know, new moms, you know, maybe, okay, yeah, it's within that radius, but, you know, you go to the local maternity hospital is where you find um, uh, additional folks. You know, you, you might be looking at you know, potential corporate opportunities, and there's businesses around that maybe that's where they, in a sense, reside. But where does your customer live? And I'll give you an example. One of the things that we always like to do on guest registers is, you know, tracking where people live and where they're coming from. Okay. Not everybody really does this, but we like to see, hey, what is your address? And I can give you an example. We had a club one time and people are registering in and we would always review these. In meetings, we would review these guest registers. Where are people coming from? Where does our customer live? And we start to find a new zip code is starting to show up. Okay, and what we found there was a new zip code, maybe five, six, seven miles kind of to the north of where this club was, and we're getting traffic in. And upon doing some research, we found that there was road construction that was pushing people this way, and there was a new development being put in. And so, what's the first thing we did? You know, we put a, a pretty significant direct mail campaign in that area, and it, it worked extremely well. So, you'll monitor, you know, your guest registers. Where are people coming from? Where do they live? Okay. And then, the more you have a, a true differentiation in your gym, you know, you will expand, you know, this market, uh, this market pull area for you. Maybe instead of three miles, maybe it's six. Maybe it's 10. If you're on a freeway, it could be longer. True differentiation, it's going to be longer. Uh, if you're going after an uncontested market space, it's going to be longer. So be looking at all these things to really expand you know, that market area for you. Uh, number three, you want to know your business inside and out. Become an expert at your business. And this can include you know, so many things. I mean, A, if you're not working out at your gym, start, okay? Know all of your equipment. Know what it feels like to take all of your classes. Know what it takes, know what it feels like to participate in everything that you have to offer. Know all of your membership options. You know, do you know your add-on options, your upgrade options? Are you presenting these to folks? Okay, you know, so know your business inside and out. And I guess the best way to put this is become a student. Become a student of your gym, a student of your facility. I mean, for that matter, become a student of sales, become a student of the industry, become a student of, of management. But you want to know this inside and out. You know, I know one of the goals that I used to have when I was first learning all this, it wasn't necessarily to be the best in sales, is I wanted to be in a position where nobody could stump me. Whatever they asked me, I was going to have an answer. And I, I studied with that idea in mind. So know your business inside and out. Uh, number four, you want to position yourself as the answer. Okay, you're doing your marketing, you're promoting, you're making calls, you're asking for referrals. Position yourself as the answer. Here's what I mean. Provide solutions for people. Solve problems for people. You know, position yourself as the answer. You have the answer. Here's how I can solve your problem. Here's how I can provide solutions for you. If we're continually doing that, this is going to have a much higher value for customers. When value exceeds price, 
people will generally buy from you. This can also become true differentiation, you know, in your marketplace, but position yourself as the answer. All right. Uh, number five, you know, make sure we're doing direct response marketing. Okay, direct response marketing. Let's define it as simply as we can here and how we approach it. Have a strong offer and have a deadline. Have a strong offer and have a deadline. It can be a membership offer. It can be a, a trial offer, but there's a deadline to it. Okay, and make sure we're counting that deadline down. Final three days, final two days, final day. You know, let's count those deadlines down. But any kind of offer, any kind of marketing that you do, have an offer, have a deadline. You know, if you want, you know, as I always like to say, you want the, uh, the door to swing, the phone to ring, the email to ding, the text to ping. If that's what you want, you know, you need to have that strong offer. And, uh, and a deadline. Otherwise, you know, if it's more branding that you want, more institutional type marketing, that's fine too if that's what you want. But if we're trying to get that, um, that activity level, people coming into your club and actually responding, you're going to need an offer. You're going to need that call to action. Uh, number six, build partnerships in your marketplace. Build partnerships. Do joint ventures in your marketplace. You know, maybe you've got a, an, Uber, uh, an Uber Eats driver and every time the Uber Eats driver picks something up and drops it off, they also include a flyer to your gym, you know, every time. And how many of those are they doing every day? Okay. And you can do a trade out with that person. You can do it with a pizza company, pizza box. You know, how many pizzas are delivered every day in your marketplace? What if your flyers on every pizza box and you do a joint venture with that company? You know, what if when you walk into a restaurant and they toss down the little cardboard coaster uh, to put your, your, your big iced tea on and it says, hey, bring this in for three complimentary visits to your gym. So look at building partnerships. You know, make sure you connect with every business, every business, big, big undertaking, I understand, but that's the goal. What if you connected with every business in your marketplace, you know, on social media? What if every business in your marketplace was on your email list? What if every business was handing out flyers? What if you were helping to drive traffic to every business in your marketplace? Hey, show your membership card at our gym, get 10% off at this restaurant, get 10% off at this dry cleaners. Okay. So build partnerships, do joint ventures in your local community, you know, corporate sales, corporate events, those are great ways to exponentially kind of grow this. And then finally, n number seven here of excellent ways to you know, get new members. Let's make sure we follow up on all of these leads that we get. Let's make sure we follow up. One of the things that I know to be true, I see it all the time is for fo on follow up. It's either, it's one of two things, right? It's either a great opportunity or it's a gigantic problem. And for too many clubs, it's a gigantic problem because when it comes to follow-up, too many clubs don't do it at all. And those that do, maybe that lead gets followed up on one, two, or three times. And that's about it. And what we know from the data on follow-up, it's going to take between five and 12 contacts to get that person to come around. That's just what it's going to take if we do it properly. Okay. And even then we don't stop really following up as long as we're a resource center, as long as we're nurturing, you know, we can continue you know, to do these things. So make sure we follow up. And my experience has been from clubs that are not doing follow up like they should, like they should. And now they start, 
This can be a 15 to 20% improvement in production if they do this. And the beauty of it is for you gym owners, this is this is stuff that you already bought and paid for. This is the leads that you, they're already sitting there. I mean, think about your CRM. Think about your database right now. How many leads are in there? And how many are we really truly following up on, truly nurturing? And making those contacts, you know, five to 12 contacts, okay? Big opportunities here for you. So make sure that we're following up in there. So folks, I appreciate you being here at the channel today. There's seven, seven excellent ways uh, that you can get new members into your gym. Take a look at them. Which ones can you start today? Small changes can have a big impact, okay, in terms of sales performance. Uh, if you enjoy the content, you find the content beneficial, please hit that like button. I appreciate it. And we we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.